Hi, and welcome back to A Talk of Success by the NJSBDC at Brookdale Community College. My name is Jacqueline Mejias Fuertes, and I am the Regional Director of the Small Business Development Center covering Monmouth and Ocean County. Now, for those of you who don't know about our podcast, Talk of Success, it's an informational podcast where its main purpose is really to provide entrepreneurs and small business owners with insight, motivation, education, to assist them on their journey in of entrepreneurship, you know, for, so I bring on guests, those that I've known for a while, those that I've not known for a really long time, but that are doing some amazing things in their business, as well as in their communities. So who is the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center? We are part of a national organization called America's SBDC, whose mission is to provide entrepreneurs, as well as small business owners, the guidance they need in order to achieve the American dream, right, of business ownership. That being said, how do we do it? We provide education as well as no cost confidential counseling to help individuals, uh, you know, avoid some pitfalls, some struggles and get them where they need to go. We are a resource provider. As such, we are funded by the Small Business Administration. No, we are not SBA, we are the SBDC. So we need to separate out the two, but they do fund us as well as the Business Action Center here in the state of New Jersey. That uh, being said, everything we talk about is always confidential. And even though they fund us, we don't share with them. That's the good part. The other part is we are your tax dollars at work. As government agencies, we get funded through them. So think about it. You pay your taxes for this kind of service. So we're here to provide you with the assistance that you need to get your business off the ground. Or if you're an entrepreneur and have a business idea, we're here to help you flush it out and make sure that it's going to become a sustainable business, All right? So with that being said, talk of success really is what each individual guest of ours considers a success. I've always said success is an individual thing. Some put a dollar amount to their success. Others think about it as a way of life, you know, that they're able to achieve things that they never thought they were gonna be able to achieve. But thanks to entrepreneurship and their journey in the process and in creating a small business have achieved that at some level. So today I have two amazing young men, I'm happy to say, that I met a couple of years ago at this point, um, it'll be two years, I believe, this year, uh, that I met them, and they were part of our accelerator program. Now, you may have seen one of our podcasts with April Maldonado, which was one of our guests who owns Creative Labs, but was one of our partners in the accelerator program that we conducted in Long Branch. So these two young men, they own a company, they were part of that cohort. And I have to say, the first time I met them, they came out and they did a presentation part of being part of or being accepted into that cohort was that you had to do a pitch. Talk about two young men who were ready for that pitch from ensemble because they were dressed. Right now, I don't see t-shirts that actually say your company's name, but they- are gonna blame they, it on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> they had their polos with their names on. They came in with their samples. Abe and I looked at each other and said, they are going to be a home run. And 
That being said, I have to say these two young men, this company that they've created and the beauty of it is they created it in the city of Long Branch where they're from and are growing their business in Long Branch, which is amazing because some entrepreneurs may start a business but not necessarily keep it in their hometown. So I applaud these young men because whether they know it or not, they fall under the umbrella of social entrepreneur where they're not just thinking about their profits but they're thinking about people, they're thinking about the community, they're thinking about the planet. So when you think of a social entrepreneur, I want you to keep these two young men um, in mind because what they're doing is amazing. So much so that last year for 220, uh, it's like a year that kind of buzzed on me, but 220 <laughs> for the year 220, they were our center's success award winner. And what that means is that every year our center selects a business entity that we've seen prosper within the year or within the time that they've been working with us. And they've done such an amazing job that not only they started with their product online, but now they're creating their brick and mortar and during COVID no less. So, you know, this pandemic has required us to pivot, to change. And these young men have done just that. Not only are they great presenters, their product is amazing. And I'm happy to say that because I've tried it. You know, I'm always willing to be a guinea pig and with their products, we'll definitely try any new flavors that they're bringing in um, with their elixirs. So with that being said, I do want to introduce our guest today, which is Avery Griffin and Christopher Griffin. And I, on his screen, you say Chris, it's really Christopher, but we'll go with Chris. <laughs> I use my whole name. So that's why I want to use everybody's whole name. And these young men, um, both are graduates, but both came, they're cousins, they're related, yeah. and they came up with an idea and before they even got into our accelerator, we're already pushing their business idea, their business forward. And we were able to give them some more of a push. And now even more so, as I found out, they were accepted into an incubator, which I think is fabulous uh, because once again, giving them the education they need to keep on moving their business forward. And right before we came on air, I actually did share this with them. And it's that on a national level, our America's SBDC has their annual report. And in so they were selected in the state of New Jersey for the business through the incubator. And I was like, oh, I was so happy, not just for them, but for our center too, but no, really it was all about them because of everything they've done. And here you can see them. This is when they came to my office for, I believe it may have been our first meeting and they had, of course it was shop small. So I was pushing it and I said, oh, would you take a picture, you know, with the signs? And they were like, yes. And I said, you have to promise me, I know you guys are going to be total success just remember, we helped you when. So just as long as they always remember, we helped them when, right? The SBDC. I thought this was pretty amazing. And congratulations to them for being selected in the state of New Jersey as the business um, that was on our annual report, which is great because this is national. So it's not just statewide. So again, I want to congratulate these young men. They've done such an amazing job. So without further ado, because we want to hear from them, it's enough of me talking about them, but I want 
them to tell you who they are and you know where they came from their idea how two family members because it's not easy working with family members i know that so they're making it happen and they are doing an amazing job creating an amazing product that's so healthy for you so with that i am gonna go with avery griffin just because it's an a sorry chris i'm like who do i go to (laughs) first but i'll go with avery so avery take it away So Jackie, thank you for having us. You're awesome and you have such a way with words. Uh, You pretty much hit the introduction part of it, Um, but I'm Avery Griffin. I'm uh, one half of Griffey's Organics. I'm the co-founder and CEO. And uh, where would you like me to take this? Well, tell us, well, you got to share, of course, with Chris. Well, Chris, you say your piece and then I'm going to have you guys combine as to how you got started with all of this. So Chris... So I'm the other half, the COO of Griffey's Organics. My name is Christopher Griffin. And uh, Jackie, thank you for having us on the show today. Yeah, I am so honored actually to have you, having both of you on the show, because you represent so much. Um, not, you know, I, I, I say you're young entrepreneurs, this obviously younger than you, but you fall in that category where in students or individuals are coming out of college, not sure that they want to go right into um working for another organization, but you guys seem to have mastered um, the whole thing of entrepreneurship. And for that, that's a wonderful thing. So as Avery was saying, so where do you want me to start? Well, give us a little bit of your background. You know, school, I know you came out of school, communication was your thing. And then we'll go to Chris. Yeah, so I graduated Rutgers University in New Brunswick in 2019. Uh, I was a communications major, sociology minor, and I actually had my own business uh, before starting Griffey's. Uh, it was called 360 Coastal Media Management. And at the time, it was a social media marketing agency where I helped other small businesses grow their uh, social media footprint around their local areas. Very cool. And I knew that about Chris. And also, he mod- I mean, not Chris Avery, and I know he models yeah, have yep. to look at his social media page in <laughs> yeah. there. Okay, Chris. <laughs> so I, I graduated with a degree in biology from Wake Forest University in 2013 uh, with a particular interest in immunology, you know, how the immune system behaves, as well as uh, cancer biology. And initially, you know, I wanted to be a doctor, uh, but soon after graduating, I, I ventured into entrepreneurship and, and never looked back. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I have to, now that you say that, Chris, I actually went to Clara Barton and it was this high school, a specialty high school in New York City, where if you wanted to go into the health field, you would go there. My dream was to become an obstetrician. Well, that that doctor didn't happen, but I did become a doctor nonetheless, right? Mm-hmm. So, just throwing that in there. You just never know where your path is going to take yeah. you. So amazing. Two young men related. Yeah. with the dream of entrepreneurship. So tell us more. So basically, uh, it's so funny how entrepreneurship works because Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're just getting started or like you're a seasoned veteran in it, there's, you're going to run into your obstacles. Um, But, you know, being in the SBDC uh, and obviously now in our new incubator, knowledge really, really sets you on the path to success. I cannot explain it enough. I think getting started and getting the knowledge is so critical. Uh, Practical knowledge 
is always the best type of knowledge, I think. Uh, so when I first had my business, 360 Coastal, uh, I was super overwhelmed because I worked for the football team uh, doing video production. I was modeling in the city. I had classes and overnight I would work at a supermarket while still running four other businesses, social medias. So I learned pretty quick that uh, you need a solid foundation of partners if you want to scale, if you want to grow, if you want to do things efficiently. So that was really my first big lesson in business. So uh, I got to the point where I couldn't find any reliable partners in in this area, in this lane. So I figured it was time to move on from 360 Coastal. And uh, Chris is, in my eyes, a genius. He is uh, amazing in his research and his, uh, his passion for nutrition. And me growing up, my mom always raised me on like whole foods, organic foods. I never was allowed to drink soda. I never had Capri Suns. I was like the kid at lunch with the whack lunch, with <laughs> the fruit, the, the plain sandwich, uh, the water. No one ever wanted to trade with me. So um, Chris at the time, I remember I was at Rutgers. I was finishing up. I was in my last year. Obviously I'm in that stage where um, I'm sure every college kid feels it where you're graduating. And if you don't have a job, you're figuring out like, what do I want to do? What do you know, I always knew I didn't want to go corporate. I always wanted to do my own thing. And, uh, you know, having my own business, I like uh, working on my own terms. I like setting the ceiling as high as I wanted to take it. Uh, so I knew that I wanted, if I was going to slave and if I was going to work 18 hours a day, I wanted it to be something that I could create where I would have creative control over as well as uh, uh, live, be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So uh, I see Chris, he's posting on Facebook all the time about uh, nutrition and what people should put in their bodies and all this holistic health information. And I'm into that stuff. So, uh, you know, I tell him, I'm like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I have a digital marketing background, you know, this is what I'm learning in school. This is what I've done practically. Let's turn this content into a blog. We'll collaborate. We'll form the brand and the business. Well, it wasn't even a business at that point. It was just a thought. It was a brand called Griffey's Organics. Let's call it Griffey's Organics after our last name. Uh, you know, those are our nicknames. Like people will call us like Griffey and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> And our grandfather actually owned a clothing store that was called Griffin's and it closed down oh, like, cool. yeah, in Asbury Park. Yep. Oh, wow, get out. Yeah, wow. in Asbury Park. It was actually a, a landmark in Asbury Park because uh, it was around for over a hundred years, um, like right in the hood of Asbury. It unfortunately closed down because nobody else could run it after he couldn't run it. And mm -hmm. we were so young at the time. Uh, but that always resonated with me. You know, we grew up around entrepreneurship. Chris's father, my uncle, who unfortunately passed away, he was very entrepreneurial and, and things of that nature. My papa, my dad. So these are things that we kind of grew up seeing that there was opportunity out there for you to take advantage of if you so chose to. So I thought, okay, my one business is failing. I'm a college kid who's about to graduate. I have no idea what I'm doing in my life. I, I need partners. Uh, so I was just like, what better person to go into business with than my cousin, Christopher, who I trust, who I know will be as passionate as me, who will work as hard as me, and who is just as entrepreneurial as me. 
So uh, when I approached him with the idea, he, you know, I sold him on it. He was all for it. And then from there, we built the brand, which was Griffey's. And we put out content. And how we started was uh, not with a lot of money. Chris can tell you. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are, let's, let's let Chris tell us. Yeah, we were, <laughs> tell us. We were, <laughs> not a lot of money. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were definitely. For an entrepreneurship. <laughs> or to, we were definitely. Uh, entrepreneur. <laughs> we, we were definitely pinching our pennies in the beginning. But uh, I remember vividly, there was just one night. It was in 2000, the beginning of 2019, right around January. And uh, Avery and I had a meeting at Jack's and we were with a few of our friends. Everyone is drinking and having a good time. And he and I are across from each other, just completely locked in, focused to discuss exactly how we're going to execute this plan of building this business. And initially, we had a lot of ideas. Um, we were thinking about doing supplements. We were thinking about doing meal prep. We were also thinking about doing juice. And this kind of initially spurred from the fact that our friend and my best friend was diagnosed with cancer, um, brain cancer, along with the fact that my dad had passed away from liver cancer back in 2010. And in 2018, I actually went to England with my mom and I met with a, a Chinese herbalist who had opened my mind to this idea of treating the body holistically, naturally with using mother nature's gifts. And that was really kind of an enlightenment period for me because when I came back to the States, I immediately purchased a graduate level textbook. It's called Advanced Human Nutrition and Metabolism. And I really immersed myself in that book. I would watch a college level lectures on nutrition um, on YouTube. There's a bunch of free content out there, by the way. People need to show you exactly <laughs> a ton of, a ton of valuable free content. Yes. And I spent I spent months and months and months just immersed in, in learning more about these different modalities, holistically how to heal the body. Um, and it was it was really fascinating to me because at the same time, as a science having a science background, I'm all about uh, uncovering the truth through through raw scientific research, looking at papers, looking at data. Uh, and I was just reading papers after papers after papers after papers, looking at these college professors who, you know, at the height of their careers uh, and, and just absorbing all that information. So then you know, I had this idea. I was like, okay, so let's come out with a product that we can deliver to our, our customers that has value in the sense that it has a specific function the functionality of the product, whether it be to promote energy, whether it be to improve exercise performance, or whether it be to promote healthy detoxification. So it's, it's funny because, you know, I had these ideas with these supplements we actually ordered. It was in April of 2019. We'd spent like $300 uh, ordering all these different supplements from China. And uh, we were playing with the extra extracts for a little bit. And then one of our family friends, uh, Daryl, he's in the juice business. And uh, we had actually met with him because again, Avery and I had all these ideas. We wanted to do supplements. We wanted to do meal prep. We wanted to do juice. And after we sat with him, he was like, listen, you guys need to narrow your focus and focus on <laughs> one thing. He was like, focus on one thing, focus on the juice business because he was extremely successful at the time. You know, this was 2019. They'd been in business for about five years. They were doing about $6 million in revenue. Currently, they're on pace to do over $50 million in revenue this year. Fantastic. What great mentor to have. Exactly, exactly. So he literally told us one thing. He was like, you guys need to focus on the juice and start selling right away. 
And that's exactly what we did. You know, I, I took a step back and I kind of combined this idea of taking all these herbs and these different nutraceuticals and implementing with the raw juice to create a product where you have these different ingredients that work synergistically to confer very specific benefits to human health. And that's really kind of the biggest differentiator between us and, and a lot of the other companies is that it's the functionality of the juice. When, when you go to a juice bar now, you know, they may have like an immunity shot or, or whatever, but typically when most people pick up a juice, if they go to, let's say, you know, uh, pliables, they really have no idea, you know, the, the actual benefit of the juice other than it looks green. So it's probably healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so what we did was really take a scientific approach and look at exactly how each ingredient can benefit the human body and how they work synergistically. So now when you pick up a bottle of Griffey's, you know exactly what that juice is going to do for you, whether it's going to promote energy, whether it's going to be for healthy detoxification of your liver, whether it's going to be good for blood flow, immunity, uh, decreasing inflammation. And we do our best to convey that message to our audience because it's all about the health education. Mm -hmm. Which is one of the things that I find great about your product. And none of you have a product to show on, you know, like I said, this will show up on Facebook. You should have put up a product there. I'm like, guys come to the show and I'm like, bring your product, bring your product. But I, I, mean, can, I can grab one real quick. I'll grab one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll let Avery talk. I'll let you, I'll let. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, no, cause that's key. So both Sorry, of you. Sorry, my computer's together. about to die. I need a charger. Okay. So no, you're going to keep on talking, Chris. Cause if his computer's dying, <laughs> you're talking. Uh, never, you know, never fail. Oh, good technology for you but no the whole thing of both of you coming together coming up with a product it was key you know mentorship is key and the fact that your friend you said it was your friend right yes yep. okay mm -hmm. that he told you focus on one product not to you know great you have all these ideas but i would say you can add those on on different stages within your business you right. know because it's not always going to be that one product but go ahead chris go grab a bottle avery yep. well Fair you right. and i will talk a little bit while he runs to grab grab a yeah. bottle chris <laughs> chris actually left out uh he skipped the major portion of it uh, okay so you tell us <laughs> so, I'll, so i'll tell you okay you so uh we went literally like four or five months just like posting content just mm -hmm. building an audience, uh, building like a mailing list. Uh, people would hit us up all the time uh, who really enjoyed our content, asking who are like diabetics, asking for like holistic health advice, uh, people with high blood pressure. And what we noticed was the advice that we were giving out, obviously consult your doctor. We don't want to take any legal liability, but people were coming back to us and saying like, wow, this really lowered my blood pressure. This reversed my diabetes. So this like further reinforced that, okay, we want to put something out into the market that mm -hmm. is going to help people holistically. Um, but it's funny because uh, skipping ahead, when Chris said that, um, you know, our family friend, our mentor said, you know, just focus in on one thing. It's because we would show up to these community events and we would be the only booth there not selling anything. So every booth would be selling stuff and then we would be there and we'd make like bowls of food and like have like juice and people would come up to us and be like, oh, this looks really good. Like how much for that? We'd be like, we're not selling it. You just have some. And then they're like, oh, can we buy anything? And we're like, uh, no, we're just giving out free stuff, trying to promote like wellness. Yeah. And well, no, think about it. You were actually testing your market, whether you know that or not. You were yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some research. Chris should have 
come in on that one and say, yep, it's all about the research. What do they like? What they don't like, you know, leading to your production line. But that's pretty cool. Again, something that I don't remember you guys ever sharing with me. So I appreciate you sharing it with me now. Uh, That, you know, the whole thing of how, again, you tested one thing Chris said before. Um, You guys started with an idea and you guys were bantering, you know, wow, we want to do this. You both knew you you have that entrepreneurial spirit, but going back and forth and trying to understand, you know, great. I always say a mentor is like the best thing ever when someone could tell you, hey, you really need to focus. You know, you have a lot going on and you need to hone it in and pick the one item. And the fact that you guys went out and you're doing it at these shows or fairs where people are coming in and testing your product, that's what they were doing. I mean, I hope you gathered a great deal of knowledge from that as to what product, which tasted better than the other. Oh, Jackie, oh man, I (laughs) I could tell you, I could tell you, we went through a lot of trial and error in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, we were, oh, we actually, that's where we got our first um, order. Lady, a lady was like, a lady was like, um, are you guys selling this? And we looked at each other and we're like, uh, I guess, yeah. And then she was like, okay, well, how much for what she get? Like 20 bottles or something? Just yeah, right 20, it was, was 20 bottles of celery juice. Yeah, 20 oh bottles God. of celery juice. And then yeah. we were like, she was like, how much is it? And then like, we're like on paper trying to like see our margins right there, trying to give her a price. And then we're when we delivered uh, at her house, uh, what we put like uh, the ingredients, we like wrote it on like tape on like the bottle. Like, but, and we didn't know this lady or anything like that, but I think that's kind of just like a lesson in like, there's never a, a perfect time to go into whatever you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best time is now and just to do it. And uh, the, I remember the CEO of Spank saying that, uh, if you're not putting out a product that embarrasses you at first, then you're waiting too long. So, uh, you know, I, that is, that is key. And I was trying to remember her name. Cause we talked, we're talking about her today, tonight in class. So I got to remember her name. Yeah, she's a good <laughs> case study. yeah, she is. That's why we're bringing her up in our class today, our entrepreneurship class, but you're right. It's about testing, but it's also about not sitting and waiting. And I admire you for that, both of you that, you know, you knew you had an idea, you needed to get it out there to see if it was going to work, if there was a market for it, how far you were going to go with it, what are the different, so, okay, Chris brought the bottle, I can see the bottle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so there, as you can see, Griffey's organic, and that one is which one? Because they Trop- have, how, how many? Tropical storms. How many do you have now? I mean, how so, many? So currently we have 12 but very, very soon, we're going to be releasing a, a line of protein drinks and a few other ones. So mm-hmm. we're going to have probably an additional five to seven elixirs coming out soon. But this one right here, this was actually one of our original formulations. It hasn't changed at all. Um, people love it. It's called Tropical Storm. So it's primary ingredients. You've got orange, pineapple. Uh, you've got a, a unique mushroom. It's called Lion's Mane. Uh, which helps promote brain health. It's good for mental focus, uh, cognition. Uh, you, we also have some ginger in there, which has an anti-inflammatory benefit and also an immune benefit. Uh, there's also a nutraceutical. It's actually an amino acid. It's called L-theanine, uh, which is really good for relaxation. There's a number of products out there that have uh, L-theanine, but it, it promotes uh, a very relaxed, calm state. So typically what we recommend for a tropical storm is to have this in the evening. 
um, because of its anti-inflammatory, really? yep, because of its uh, anti-inflammatory effect. Um, it also has a little bit of a libido enhancing effect as well, too. So it's a, it's a <laughs> nice a perk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's pretty, I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm going, everything you just mentioned, I so need because of COVID. So uh, now I know you guys created these products. And like I said, I was fortunate to have tasted them. And yes, FYI, I will continue to taste them. Um, we got you covered, don't worry. <laughs> and I'm, I'm waiting for your grand opening because I'm showing up with bells on, I'm <laughs> FYI. So no, but you came in with these products and now you're expanding. Your market was basically online. Am I correct? that that's where most of the purchases were being done, right? Well, actually, okay, go ahead on, on uh, the contrary, uh, mm -hmm. we were online. We had our e-commerce business, but most of our customers came from word to mouth. Okay. So like these events that we were going to, people would order, um, friends, family. Uh, we really spread through social media. So uh, people were posting us up on social media, uh, people would see, they would get interested. We got more orders in, then people started ordering. They got theirs. They posted on social media. They tried it. They loved the product. They order more. They would tell people. So really word to mouth, direct to consumer, us physically mm -hmm. driving to people all around New Jersey, like us doing the work was really where a majority of our sales came in, especially at first. Our e-commerce was definitely, uh, a revenue stream though, like a solid revenue stream mm -hmm. as well. But with e-commerce, it's very competitive because we're also going up against companies that are investing hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions into their marketing. Mm -hmm. So they're really targeting a specific group of people that we may be targeting. So in the beginning, when we had no money, all we had was this platform, you know, with no marketing, we weren't mm -hmm. putting any marketing dollars behind. So with no marketing dollars behind our e-commerce, it's not like we could really scale it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in business, especially when you're starting out, you have to work with what you have. Right. So that that's where it really came from the word to mouth advertising, which in my opinion is the best advertising. Yes. You hit a keynote there working with what you have, which is actually there's a theorist out there that um, focuses on an entrepreneurship theory. And that is one of the things that she highlights. It's like, don't wait till you have everything, everything you're talking about. It's her. It's what she's spoken about. Don't wait until you have it all laid out because by then you're right. Avery said it, you're too late. You know, also work with what you have. You know, if you have lemon, make lemonade, get going. You know, that's her focus. So you guys are pretty much on target. And to tell you, that's how um, entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs have done it. You know, they took what they had and they ran with it. So with that, I do have to ask you, well, you guys kind of covered you both are entrepreneurs and you both saw your way into creating this amazing product, now an amazing business as well. But in order to get there, I know that everybody has to sacrifice something in order to achieve success because it's part of life. We can't do it all. And we know that. So asking you both, you know, what did you have to sacrifice to get where you're, where you are today? Because one of the things I do want to let our audience know, those that are listening or viewing us in a watch party is that these young men, yes, started online, but are now 
creating a brick and mortar space, you know, so it, their evolution is ongoing. It hasn't stopped. So that being said, what have, you know, what did you sacrifice? We'll start with Chris here. Um, what did you sacrifice today? You know, and, and how did that make you feel? You know, what are the things that you've given up? Because entrepreneurship, the pathway is not always, um, I find it fun and interesting, but that's just me. You know, not everybody feels that way. There's things yeah. that you're going to give up. So For sure. what have you? And I would say, uh, you know, time with, with family and friends. Um, when we first started Griffey's, it was, you know, I was still going out, uh, even in, you know, the pre-pandemic atmosphere, you know, I would go out on a Friday night and get all excited and I would share my ideas with my friends and, and get feedback. But then it's actually really interesting because right around when there were restrictions that were enforced in New Jersey, it was in March, mm-hmm. I got in a car accident Ooh. and uh, I, was, I was out of commission. And right around that time, we were relaunching our, our website. And we, we've hit the ground running, you know, like we started killing it. And with that, with a lot of sacrifice in terms of, you know, on a Friday night, instead of going out, you know, with friends, I was working, mm-hmm. juicing, constantly <laughs> doing research, but like my Friday night would consist of, you know, work, 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 and more work until, you know, 10, 11, 11 30 at night, you know? Um, and then also another thing that I would say, uh, I sacrificed was, you know, sleeping in, in the mornings, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I, I am a fan of my sleep. I do think that sleep is, is critical to helping you uh, be in a, a, an optimal state. Um, but you know, with that being said, I think that if you can allocate time uh, in your mornings to, to work on yourself, you know, maybe read a book or, or go work out in the morning or work on your business in the morning, I think it can take you that much further along uh, with your business. Because again, if you're, if you're working in that peak state, you know, you're going to be able to take your business to the next level a lot quicker. Okay, cool. Avery, how about you? You tell me what, what have you sacrificed to get to where you are today? And how does that make you feel? So have you sacrificed anything today? Let's go there. (laughs) Let's start there. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's kind of like when you ask the question, my mind just kind of goes into a rabbit hole. Uh, (laughs) There's so much I sacrificed. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm just thinking about it. Um, Mm -hmm. From my personal standpoint, um, you know, I'm 25 years old. Uh, A lot of my friends have corporate jobs. Uh, After college, they moved out. Uh, You know, they have their own apartments. They do well. They can go on vacations. Uh, with Griffey's, it, it's it's difficult. It's hard because we haven't taken a dollar out. Uh, we've paid ourselves once. I think like paid ourselves each like 800 bucks in like two years. Um, so it, it's a lot and it puts a lot of stress on not only you, but the people around you. Uh, I mean, you have to be willing to sacrifice everything uh, from going on vacation to taking a girl out to eat to uh, you can't put gas in your car. So you have to ride your bike to the store, just like certain things like that. And I mean, 
you have to be okay with it. And it's not something that like, it's a sacrifice that may last a day, a week, it may last a month, but you have to be okay. If it takes five years or 10 years, you have to be willing to sacrifice and do whatever it takes. Because, uh, you know, my mom, she lost her job pre pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's just me and her at home. So mm -hmm. she could definitely use the help at home, but I don't take any money out of Griffey's and Griffey's takes most of my time. I work 80 hours a week on Griffey's. Um, so just certain sacrifices like that. Uh, and, you know, it's not only sacrifices on my end, but it's also sacrifices on my family end as well. So uh, those are kind of the biggest things. And, you know, it's really affected my relationships with, you know, friends. It's affected my relationships with families, some for the worse and some for the better, you know, uh, um, kind of like those loose end relationships kind of fall through and they think you're not friends anymore. And, um, some of those tight knit relationships, sometimes they grow even stronger. Uh, but I think the ultimate thing you have to remember is, uh, your why and your purpose and what you're doing is for a reason because if you don't have a why or a purpose it will break you entrepreneurship as much as it is glamorized today it it can really not be fun and it, it it'll beat you up and it might be you up every single day for a month and you have to be okay with that you're gonna have a few mental breakdowns you're gonna cry i've cried yeah. you know what i mean like you're it these are things you have to be okay with. And when they happen, you almost have to embrace them because you know, you're on the right track, because if you're not doing those things, that means you're never going to make it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's important to remember. That's huge. And I have to say that's motivational. I love your, your why I'm a fan of Simon Sinek. I don't know if you read his book on knowing your why it's amazing. It was introduced to me by one of my professors in grad school. And it's really understanding your why, then everything else falls into place. If you know why is it that you're doing what you're doing? Why is the purpose? So um, when you said that, it kind of hit home for me. So a book out there, if you haven't read it, Why by yeah, Simon Sinek, I'll, I'll you look should into look it. him up. He's, he's actually really good. I, I listen to the book because I do a lot of audio um, reading I guess you want to call it it's yeah. not really reading it's I'm, more listening I'm reading a book right now I tell Chris about it uh Stephen Schwartzman I'm not sure if you know who that is no. but he is What's uh the he's the CEO of uh Blackstone and I'm not sure if you know what Blackstone is but Blackstone is like a huge investment company financial company uh they invest in like securities and things of that nature and uh you know, it's a multi-billion dollar company. He's worth billions of dollars. And basically he says one thing in the book that really sticks out. He says a lot of great things and very practical things that any entrepreneur could use. But one of the things that he said that really stuck out to me, and I think it would be great for you to share with everyone you come across is it takes as much effort to run a huge business that it does to run a small business. He says, it's the same amount of time. It's the same amount of effort. He's like, you know, because to run a successful small business, it'll grind you down. It'll tear you up. It is just as hard to run a ginormous company business. So I think that was a lot of, I think that was a great point and inspiration because you shouldn't put a ceiling over yourself. And if you are going to kill yourself and if you are going to sacrifice and if your family relationships are going to be strained, you lose friends, you lose free time, you might as well make it worth it. 
you know, so make it as big as you can make your imprint, you know, not that, you know, mm-hmm. you need to, you don't need to be a millionaire, but I would say try and impact as many people as you can. Yeah, what goes with the, I, I want to say sacrifice, but not necessarily sacrifice um, in terms of the reward, the bigger the sacrifice, the bigger the reward, but um, it's also about the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. And that's a great point, Avery, that you just made. Just the fact that, you know, it is going to take you that much time and effort to run a business. Why not run it at its optimal? Why not make it grow as much as it possibly can? You know, don't don't set any limits for yourself. What's the point of setting a limit? Goals always, but limits never. You know, goals just help us keep on achieving certain things so we can get to that point and then say, okay, now, now time to set new goals because that's what you guys have been doing, you know, since you guys got together and created this business. It's like you get to one goal and you already set the other one and you guys just taking steps. And I commend you because not everybody could deal with the sacrifice, especially... I hate to say this, but sometimes a younger generation and I too was your age one year, you know, at one time. And I thought, you know, like I said, in another podcast, I thought I knew it all. I figured out I didn't. And the best education for me was to stop and listen, to take advice, to listen to mentors, to read, you know, the more you read, the more your knowledge expands and here come your opportunities because now you're thinking differently. It's amazing, you know, when I think of individuals in higher education, how some may feel like, oh, what's the point of getting a college degree? Well, I have a lot to say about a college degree, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the point behind it is it's your bandwidth. Every time you move up on a degree, your bandwidth expands. I feel the same thing with entrepreneurs. Every time you take your business to another level, there's more that you have to learn. And again, your bandwidth expands. And as it's expanding, so are you. So is your business growing. So those were sacrifices that we spoke about. But now here, what mistakes have given you the most significant lesson? And what's start with Avery wait who did I start with before Chris so I'm yeah. starting with Avery Avery <laughs> I'm putting you on the hot seat first so mistakes and it could be more than one or one big one that you're like boy did I learn from this um what do you think what was your mistake well because mistakes to me are just learning opportunity to be honest with you it's not about whether right or wrong I think the mindset is critical that how is it that you're taking it? Yeah, I'm a firm believer in faith and I believe that God doesn't move me from one stage to another until I learn my lesson in the stage that I'm in. Sometimes it takes me a bit longer than others, but I eventually get moving because I do learn my lesson. So for you, what was the mistake or mistakes that you feel that you gain insightful knowledge that you feel is worth sharing? Um, Three mistakes come to mind. One, I would say, is uh, trying to surround yourself or build your team with people who are just like you. Um, And that can be a very comfortable thing to do because maybe you work 80 hours a week uh, and you want a bunch of other people who work 80 hours a week who think just like you, who talk just like you, who walk just like you. But there's going to be glaring holes in your business. You have to assess what you do well and what uh, 
you know, your drawbacks are so you can fill those holes and ultimately make a better team. So sometimes uh, it's better to have diversity within your group. I mean, obviously there has to be cohesion. You guys have to get along to a certain extent, but I do believe that um, it's good to diversify personalities and traits. Um, a second one would be don't bite off more you can chew than you can chew. Um, I feel like starting a business, it's important that you wear every single hat and you know how to do everything, but you almost get so engulfed in that, that you forget if you want to expand, if you want to grow, and if you want to take some stress off of you, you have to delegate and you have to bring people on board and you have to get help because, uh, just like, uh, earlier today, uh, this guy, Mr. Brown, he was talking about, you know, um, upfront investments on, you know, outsourcing kind of gig opportunities as far as like accounting and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, you might be paying an extra $500 a month and upfront you're thinking, damn, like I'm barely breaking even, I'm paying an extra $500 a month. But if that clears up an extra 40 hours throughout your month, it's worth it. So you can keep your head up and keep progressing. So I feel like asking for help is uh, definitely big. And then the third one, uh, damn, a few bounce around in my head, but I would, I would definitely say, cause like, there's just so many mistakes like you're going to make and stuff like that. Uh, I love that. I have so many bouncing in my head. Let me not, yeah. let me not verbalize them, but I yeah. have a few. I'll, I'll, I'll just say like a lot of mistakes that people mm -hmm. make is they either overestimate where they're at or they underestimate where they're at um now obviously this is a very uh difficult thing to do it sounds practical but reflecting on self and understanding like okay this is how much i'm making this is how much that's going out i would rate my business right now at a six you know but if i do this it'll be a seven but if i do that it'll be an eight instead of people be like oh my business is awesome my product is awesome i have the best this is so cool this is so dope i'm so great my business is a 10 everyone's gonna buy this because of this that and that when in reality you're kind of just like you're leaving yourself no room to grow but then on the opposite spectrum you have people who get super discouraged and they think okay well I do want to, and there's nothing wrong with, obviously we're a small business. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with being a small business, but you know, okay, I'm, my stuff's not as good as theirs, or I'm never going to be as big as this person or that person comparing themselves and then pigeoning themselves in a hole and therefore bringing down their ceiling. And the thing is about business is the same thing about life. There's no such thing as stagnation. You're mm -hmm. either growing or you're receding. There's no in between. So you want to be able to put that ceiling as high as possible. And obviously you want to make sure that ceiling is attainable. So when you hit it, you move it up, you hit it and you move it up. Um, and I feel like that's kind of important to understand. That's pretty cool. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I do take notes on everything that everybody says. I'm eventually going to write a book. <laughs> yeah, I'm you right I now. Should. <laughs> I was, I was seeing Jackie write those notes. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. She's like, what is she doing? Well, I'm taking notes. I take notes on everything that my guests say because you guys provide such incredible information and feedback and tips and, you know, motivational 
opportunities for others to engage in. And I think this is key. So Chris, same question. And you could break it down because Chris kind of gave us, he combined three action items also that people need to think about, but sure. mistakes. You know, yeah. is there a mistake or mistakes? And then, you know, again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, one glaring mistake that comes to mind that, you know, that we're continuously working on now is, you know, not having a structured schedule to maximize our time or improve our time efficiency. Um, and especially in, in the summertime, when we were at the height of our sales, when we were incredibly busy, you know, we would typically juice, we'd have two designated juice days. And we would try and cram all of our juicing in, in those two days. It'd be, you know, 14 hours, sometimes 16 hour days, you know, we're slaving. And because the demand was so high, we still ended up having a shortage in, in product. So, you know, my word of advice is to, to have a structured schedule to really maximize your time. Because with our business in particular, you know, we're juicing, then we have to deliver the product to our, our customers as well. So now, you know, the schedule, again, is, is, is ever changing, but it's definitely improving in the sense that, you know, we're allocating specific days to, to juice specific items. And then we also have certain time blocks, you know, particularly at night where we deliver the, the product to our customers, um, which has had, which has enabled us to have a much better uh, a customer delivery time within one or two days. And I have to inform our audience that their products is totally natural. And when they say they're juicing it, it's not something that's sitting on a shelf right or anything like that um, yeah, that is raw. sitting there it's raw so um, i'm not sure if i say it's not pasteurized am i correct yeah, correct you're correct right. Yep. right it's not pasteurized so therefore it's not something that chemicals were put into the product and i do push it like i said the taste is delicious the fact that you know it's a added bonus um you know some people may say well you know taste this taste and that's what i want but it's the added bonus of what it's doing to your insides um that's pretty amazing and i need to order some of those because i need to sleep at night inflammation we got you covered we got you covered <laughs> up to kazoo here so we need to take care of that all right so now i like it chris you know with his mistakes he broke it down into three but what are three action items because chris's mistakes kind of led into action items what is it that people should be doing um so give me three action items that you highly recommend chris yeah um, so first and foremost is that you want to thoroughly research the industry that you're in before, before getting into business. Um, that's what Avery and I did. We really you know, looked at who the major players were, what they're doing, and tried to replicate some of those things. <clears throat> uh, the other thing that I would recommend too is leverage the resources around you. I think that's incredibly important. The uh, reason why I say this is, you know, we found SBDC from a newspaper article for a pitch competition, which granted us access to thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, upwards probably, probably upwards of $20,000 of free educational resources. And from that, we were able to build our business plan and execute successfully in the midst of a pandemic. When a lot of businesses were crumbling and going under, we were able to thrive because we were able to extrapolate all that information that we gained from the S SBDC. So very good stuff. Um, the other thing I would mention too is, you know, find a mentor within your industry. Uh, I think that's also incredibly important. We were blessed enough that our, our mentor, you know, gave us a lot of very valuable information that we were able to execute on uh, very quickly. Uh, and then my last tip that I would give 
um, is when you set specific goals, have a deadline for, for those goals, set a deadline. Amazing. Avery, do you want to add anything to action items there? Yeah, that, that's a funny story too. So how we found like the SBDC, uh, like a uh, pitch competition, my grandparents found it and they were like so excited. Family, look at that like, family. Family, like, literally. And even like our first brick and mortar that we're going to go into, my grandparents found that as well. Like, so I think that's also very important. Use all of your resources, family, especially friends, anybody who's willing to lend a hand or help you in any way. It goes back to that uh, using your resources, you know, not biting off more that you can chew. But uh, action items, like Chris said, you know, you want to research your industry, but uh, when you actually have uh, an understanding of what your business is going to be, uh, do a SWOT you know, an SWOT analysis. Analysis. we love, yeah. I love that SWOT analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Do a SWOT analysis. We actually just did one and make sure you do them often. Um, uh, cause your business is ever changing, whether for the good or the worse. So, uh, it's important to understand that, you know, your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, you know, and your threats. And, and your threats. Exactly. So <laughs> that is critical and it's very insightful too. Cause when you're doing these little, I wouldn't even say, these should be business workouts that you, mm -hmm. that everyone. Oh, I love that business workout. Yep, it's, it's a business workout. I'm writing a, that down and yeah. I'll say, I quoted it from you. Business workout. Go ahead. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a business workout. Cause it's like everything. We work out our bodies. We work out our minds. You have to work your business muscles as well. Um, and you know, you have to understand what's going on in, in your organization. So uh, yeah, I would say a SWOT analysis is, as well as like other, uh, ways to audit what's going on in your business is mm -hmm. essential. Uh, another action item, I would say, Chris kind of covered everything. I know. Kinda, it's hard, really it's story, but you guys do yeah. a great tag team, which is amazing. Yeah. And that's one thing that in terms of a partnership is critical to understand um, and to be able to work with someone. And I love to see the synergy between you guys because both of you bring different things to the table. You know, Chris with his knowledge on biology, Avery, you with communication, understanding that, you know, where one shines, you know, the other one may not, but vice versa. And you complement each other, you exactly. know, which is critical for yeah. those going into business. It's hard to do this alone. Yeah. And that, that goes, I'm sorry, I don't mean no, to cut you off, but uh, that also like how you do the SWAT and you do, you know, your business audit. Also, I think it is so important to do an audit of yourself and your own mental, because mm -hmm. obviously, uh, you know, through time, you know, you might get caught up in, in the entrepreneurial conundrum and, you know, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're missing out on so many things. Uh, and uh, you lose track of your mental health. And then eventually you lose sight of why you did this in the first place and why you are doing this. So I think it is very important uh, as you do your SWAT and you know, you, you're looking into your it's business is to self-evaluate yourself as well. 
And I agree with you there on self-evaluation in terms of leadership. And for some reason now it escapes me, but it's one of the types of things that you have to do, emotional intelligence. There we go. Yes. It didn't escape me too far, simply because that is something that in terms of a leader, I think we all need to have as business owners, we need to have emotional intelligence. And part of emotional intelligence is doing a self-audit, is really identifying and say, look, I'm really great at this, but boy... I should not even be touching that. You know, there's, there's certain aspects of business that you're going to be great at, some you're not going to be so good at. But if you can do a self-evaluation, as Avery stated, I, I do believe it's critical for the success of the business that you are growing, you know, which is great. And I am looking at the time and I have to say this went rather quick, guys, you know, which is amazing. We're already up to our last section or segment rather of our Talk of Success podcast. And that is the Did You Know section or segment, I can say. So this particular segment of the podcast focuses on the various resources that are available to the entrepreneurs in the small business communities, right? And it's all, not just the ones that we serve. And one of the things that I do want to bring up uh, to small businesses or anyone listening to this podcast is a reminder with NJEDA that they are uh, putting out another round of funding for grants for those businesses impacted by uh, the pandemic. So know that that's available. There's also another round of the PPP from the Small Business Administration that's out and going. So if you applied the first time, you have a uh, second chance to apply again. It doesn't matter whether you've applied the first time. If you didn't, you could apply for the first time. But if you have, you know, all it requires is that you have spent the money that you've had at least a 25% loss in revenue. And as long as you can prove that you can get a PPP um, loan from the SBA. And the beauty of that loan is that if you use it for salaries, basically, or how much money you were supposed to be making, it becomes a forgivable loan. So if it doesn't, it's a low interest loan that you have to pay off in five years. But if it is, you know, again, um, attached to your payroll, you could definitely get it forgiven. So the opportunity is there if you're having a funding issue and during this pandemic, I, you know, yes, a great deal of small businesses are having those issues, but I do have to say that quite a few businesses have also thrived um, during this time, during the pandemic and why? Because they pivoted, you know, they figured out, okay, this is an opportunity to change my business model or to try something new. I mean, the SBDC in itself, we've always had the, uh, um, the technology to conduct our sessions virtually. Well, now we didn't have a choice, you know, so we had to do them virtually. The young men know that I have on the, that are with me on the podcast today, you know, they were part of a completion ceremony for the incubator project. We did that virtually because everything just, you know, pivoted to at March came around. I can't believe that it's already going to be a year that, you know, we've, we are going through this as a nation and, you know, the, the, those of us who stopped and said, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to continue move forward or moving forward? So with that, uh, my pleasure to have these two amazing young men on our podcast today. Again, Griffey Organics is their business. Where's your shop located at? If you don't mind saying, just in case somebody one wants is, to visit. 
It's at 144 Brighton Avenue, Long Branch, New Jersey. We open April 1st. I'm going. I'm, I get a special invite, so I'm just saying. Of course, of course. You got your special <laughs> discount. <laughs> and that too. <laughs> uh, but no, so yes, keep them in mind. Also, griffiesorganic.com, right? Yeah, griffiesorganics.com. We're, we're open. We're still, our e-commerce business and direct-to-consumer business is still active. Uh, just our brick and mortar and our new so, production facility is getting renovated right now. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. New production facility. I can't wait. I got to take pictures. You know, I'll be there with bells on because I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> I'm also very honored to be part of your journey that I, you know, was able to meet you guys because of the accelerator project, but also staying in tune with you as they know wherever we can to help, we're here to help um, all businesses. But these two young men are just hitting the ball right out of the park. And like I said, as you keep on growing, remember me when, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> remember <No doubt>. <laughs> me when. <laughs> so with that, well, I want to wish everyone a safe and great day. As I say at the end of these podcast lately remember mask up um, six feet apart wash your hands uh, just this is a national thing let's do our part each so we can eradicate um, COVID-19 the sooner the better so with that uh, thank you for joining me this afternoon I so appreciate you guys and thank I'm you an eye on you and remember well in December you will be joining us for the success award uh, luncheon which you would be you will be honored and you are getting a packet in the mail I was supposed to you know let you know that too so that's coming and you're going to see it. It's, it's beautiful. So with that, thank you. And to Shared Universe, I have to say thank you as always, simply because they take the pains out of running this podcast for me. They just tell me, show up, give me a link, and I'm here. And I appreciate that because I don't want to do the behind the work scene. I prefer doing the front of it. So for those listening or viewing us on a watch party on Facebook. I do want you to know if you want to hear our podcast, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, we are under a shared universe, but our the name of our podcast is A Talk of Success and JSBDC at Brookdale Community College. With that, be safe. Thank you all.